Um, this is from the heart. <laughs> okay. So I don't know why, but we both seem to struggle to get the show going. But we're here now. We are um, here. <laughs> I'm JB. I'm Dovecat. Yeah, and this is Almost Blurreds. Man. Yeah, that was... I'm going to definitely work on trying to get this uh, start of a show going. I don't have to practice this. It's, I'm listening to the radio a little bit and figure out how they transition back in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's JB in the morning. That's what I'm going to be thinking, trying Ooh, to do. That's so. the perfect name. JB in the morning. What type mm-hmm. of music are you playing? Um, Probably top 40, you know. Probably try Which to get part? a little bit more R&B in there, but, you know, top mm. 40. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So when you say like top forty, you mean like pop, which is basically mm-hmm. pop, all rap, care about. right? The, the ones that, that are usually on the stations for the people that are much younger than me, because um. I'm always hearing stuff I don't know, um, <laughs> a lot. I mean, you know what I mean. You'll just, especially when you go to a award show and then people come out and people be like cheering and winning stuff. Like we should know who they are. I feel like I'm like my parents now. If you weren't a thing when I was. In my formative years, then I don't know who you are, except for the baby. I like the baby. Oh yeah, I like the baby. But, I wish uh, he could. He would hush sometimes and stop being so problematic. But I do like the baby. But he's with me, shut up. you're right. Just shut up and do music. He's like Summer Walker to me. <laughs> oh gosh. So y'all, if you remember, I tasked Dove Cat with watching Invincible. Because she kept pushing it, putting it off and putting it off. And then I had to um I had to bribe her yeah, into doing me. it today. Okay, it fully. <laughs> it's like, look, if you don't watch that, then I'm not gonna rewatch Iron Man 2. We finally yeah. got her to watch episode one of Invincible. But it wasn't okay. It wasn't bad in my defense. It's just that I knew that it was Probably it was violent and problematic for my child. And I don't know when my child is not around me. So trying mm-hmm. to find the time to watch it was kind of challenging. And on top of that, the times that I could watch it, I'm either working or trying to prepare for the next day or what I have you. But today I decided because I was bullied. My arm was held yes, behind my back. She was definitely tightly. bullied. And mm-hmm. um, he was like, I said, all right, fine, I'll do it. So I just, I came back home and I sat there. I put my headphones in on my iPad. And I try to have it at like an angle, you know, so he couldn't see it. He didn't keep him from watching. But luckily, um, he, you know, he couldn't hear anything. So, and the parts that he did see, they weren't bloody or gory or anything like that. But there's just no way I could let him watch it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, which what, one are we talking about your, first? We, I guess we can do Invincible first because we probably, it won't be as long as the, okay. the Iron Man 2 discussion. So. So what were your first thoughts? Like, walk me through how it was as you were watching it. And then, obviously, the finale part. I would say the climax of the episode in the last five minutes. Okay. Which, I'm like, why they end the episode here? It's like, it was an after credit scene. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But mm-hmm. from the beginning, it reminded me of cartoons from back in the day. Mm-hmm. The animation. Like, what lo- it reminded me of, like... Ninja Turtles and um, Gargoyles and stuff. It's like, it reminded me of those types of shows, but the animation had just improved by like 100%. It was like what those cartoons would look like back then if they had the technology we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. 
that was the, okay the first thing then after i got past the animation and stuff if we're going to go through the episode i had questions from the very beginning because mm-hmm. these two officers were working at the front letting just anybody in and i'm just like get the president <laughs> y'all didn't look the girl had her badge out had it out and he was just mm-hmm. like oh go ahead he had his back turned he never turned around i thought that was weird i do have a question it's mm-hmm. yes or no do these two cops and the son that he was talking about do they come back up later because i'm trying to the figure son, out why you pay attention to them the son they were talking about yes the son i can't remember the dude was just like you know he overcame so much adversity and we oh. saved up and i was like no. all right because at first I thought they were talking about um, yeah. Marquez. Ain't that his name? Mark. Mm-hmm. So at first I thought they were talking about him, but apparently not. No, and they don't come back. Okay. So outside of that, these two, um, these twins come up out the ground. They was I. Right. They was, you know. Uh, what else? Let me see if I want to. Because I'm trying to go through it like in my head and like the important parts. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that from the very beginning with Omni Man, I knew something was off. <laughs> what was it about it? Something was off. Just he just seemed a little. He seemed jealous and selfish, even with I, helping. Mm-hmm. I, I, I noticed with- how when he was so nonchalant about finding out that his son had powers and stuff. He didn't like- even yeah and then i knew something was off again because at first i'm like well maybe he's just like one of those superheroes that doesn't want to work with the team right Mm -hmm. oh before i go on was he a part of the global globe Mm -hmm. they were their group and he was just a superhero that would help Mm -hmm. okay so maybe i thought at the very like the beginning when he was kind of acting all weird i thought that it was just because that you know oh i'm a lone wolf type of situation Mm-hmm. You know, I fight alone. I don't want to fight with a team and all that other good stuff. Now, had you not said that everybody dies, I would have been <laughs> like, oh, they'll, you know, they'll come together and be one happy team. Nah. So mm-hmm. that's what I thought. But then when he hit, when he didn't react to the superpower, and then when he hit him, I was like, mm-hmm. je- he seemed jealous to me. Mm. Um, so that was interesting. Um, Mark is a little corny. Real yes, mm-hmm. um, handsome as as handsome as cartoons can be. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I well, I guess it don't matter that the dude who plays him is Asian, and I can't really tell if his mom is Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. she is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to tell. I couldn't. I'm like, is she Asian? Because he don't. Because see, well, I mean, what a lot of folks probably do know is that Asian gene is very dominant. So even if it's just. A mm-hmm. little bit. Them eyes are gonna pop out. You won't know. And he didn't look that Asian to me. So yes, she's the one that's voiced by uh, Sandra O. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I do like about Amazon Prime when you're watching stuff. Whoever the actor is on the screen, they have like a little mm-hmm. bio. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was cool to kind of know who I was. You know, I was looking at. I will say that Sandra O. Oh, I didn't. Her, it didn't sound like her, even though they said it was it her. It didn't. And then the dude that played Omni Man, I was expecting his voice to be deeper because usually he talks in a lower register. That wasn't mm-hmm. okay. Um, then okay, we can skip over to like when he got his, he went to the tailor for the costume. Mm-hmm. 
Did you know that the dude who is the tailor is Luke Skywalker? It was who? Luke Skywalker. The dude who plays Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill is the voice of the tailor. Hmm. He didn't sound like him either. I didn't know him, but you also know I I didn't really, you know, watch. I um, should bully you into watching Star Wars, but I ain't gonna do that. You see how that works? You see how it works? I mean, um, I, I did watch the first one. But you didn't continue. What's important that you didn't finish. I, yeah, I didn't. But I started. So, okay. you did, But you, that's not important. We can keep going. Let's see. I like that his best friend is gay. They kind of mention it, but not really. Mm-hmm. They don't dwell on it, which I like. Not that, it, not that they can't dwell on it, but it's kind of like it's a regular thing. Yeah. Yeah, it um, makes it seem like it's no big deal. Right, which is what mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, he gay. All right, cool. And they're not like playing it up like he's not real flamboyant and all this other good mm-hmm. stuff. Which I wouldn't care if he was, but they're really trying like, it's not a big deal. He's gay. They're friends or whatever. Yeah, it, which is probably going to be shocking for people because usually if there is a gay character, there's got to be something to, you know, make sure you know that this is a gay person. Exactly. Rather than it just being regular people who happen to be this and happen to be exactly. that. Exactly. So. I like that because I was like, they didn't dwell on it. They said, oh, the straight thing. And then that was it. And they go on. It's just two friends. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, oh, this might be skipping around a little bit. He was playing when he was, I know he liked, he was talking to his mom. And um, I wish he would figure out how to land. Because mom would tell you something. <laughs> my son was out there trying to figure out how to land, putting all those holes in the grass. My husband would be pissed. Do you hear me? <laughs> okay. I mean, he get mad with me when I roll over the grass coming out the driveway. So I know. I know. <laughs> if that, I, just, I know. But um, mm-hmm. the, I like the little talk that they had. Mm-hmm. I will say, when he was mm-hmm. just like, make me. I said, oh, oh. I said, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. I had to pause. You know, the, the mama in me had to pause. <laughs> right. I'm like, who is he talking to? And she was just mm-hmm. like, I thought what she was going to say. Like, don't think it's because you're a superhero, I won't beat your ass. But she didn't. Would, it would actually have been perfect there. It would have been perfect. Perfect. But she didn't. You know, she was like, just because you're stronger than me, da 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 I was like, okay, Sandra, old oh, girl. All right. So their little talk was cute. I did notice the next day when they were having playing catch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's throwing the ball and stuff, they're playing catch. I realized at the end, homeboy is a lot stronger than his daddy. Um, when he mm-hmm. got that ball back, it was scorched okay mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think of the parts that kind of stuck out to me stood out to me um after he got his little suit you know he saved the day with that villain um he looked like he was getting his ass beat too bad right there but i guess it's not a true oh no it ain't it ain't a, this a ass, true fight it's, it's isn't this episode because he does get his ass whooped in every episode that this character gets his ass whooped in every episode. This is like you. I know that this is eventually going to build up you being this really strong, good fighter, but you are getting your ass beaten every episode right now. I mean, it's he true. got beat up in school. He ain't. He can't. He got beat up in school. Went out, got beat up on the street. Like he just, sir. But the point, I think, the point of the matter, right, is mm-hmm. that. Um, he tried to protect homegirl. And also, let me go back to that. I like that the girl, like, defended him. 
he didn't seem like he was he didn't feel like he was weak. He didn't feel like he was less than mm-hmm. or that she was, mm-hmm. you know, more than him or anything like that. They don't even mention that, which I like because it could have easily been like, I don't need her to stick up for me to be strong or some other mm-hmm. stupid shit. But I like the fact that they didn't dwell on that either. They kind of was like, mm-hmm. oh, she defended him. That's what it is. And then they went on about their business. So is that supposed to be his girlfriend? Which one are you talking about? Eve or Amber? Black girl. Amber, um, yeah. they eventually, yeah, eventually. Okay, so I'll I'll see. I like to see how they kind of blossom. I read um, that apparently the Amber that's in the comics is like complete opposite of her. She's very blah and boring, but for this show, they switched up her personality, which I, I think I'm okay with it because Amber is she because she has some funny moments like when she takes a situation that's really bad and treats it like if you can uh, go on Facebook, you can text me back kind of thing. Cause she's like demanding uh, of stuff, but yeah, she just, she had a moment. I was like, girl, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So, um, okay. So we get, you know, we'll go to the end. We'll just jump to the end credits. Cause that's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it because it was over. Oh, it's like um, that for every episode too. At the in every episode, the credits come on for like a couple seconds, and then it adds on a little more to it. It's unnecessary. Just <laughs> it threw keep me. Playing. Mm-hmm. Just keep playing. Like, what do we do? Just keep playing. Oh, okay, I'm gonna be annoyed every time it ends. Come like, so we got another ten minutes of stupid shit that y'all could have mm-hmm. just had, and then had the credits. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we okay. I didn't understand. Okay, well, maybe, okay, now I do. I guess they're trying to show that these superheroes had a life outside of actually mm-hmm. being superheroes. Like, I know one chick was a um, a photographer. I know, I don't know what the Red Rush, I don't know what he was doing, but it, I guess they showed that, you know, he did have a significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I, you know, I felt him when he was just like that. Sometimes people's conversations were kind of made them go crazy. And I feel like, I feel you. Because sometimes mm-hmm. people be talking to me and I just want to leave too. But I'm not mm-hmm. that fast. So they'll see me walking away. But <laughs> um, I thought that was interesting to kind of show their lives about, you know, what they were doing. And then they get the call to come to, I guess, headquarters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> did Omni-Man die as well? No? Yes? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't understand. You see, he's literally the first thing in uh, next episode. Okay, because I was like, well, if he's the villain, is he dead? He not. He ain't be. Because you know what I really thought. What it, I was like, oh, if he's the villain and he's dead, then maybe it's gonna jump mm-hmm. back. But if he's not, then okay. So that fight scene was intense, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, all the squeezing of heads and. All that good stuff. I was like, I was, I was shook. I was absolutely shook because, I mean, I wasn't expecting it to get that graphic. It got graphic, and I was just sitting over there like, wait a minute, like I, I just couldn't. I just, it didn't. It just happened so like, it just slipped right on into the show like it was nothing all that fighting and everything and the gore i just <laughs> i was yeah i was shook because at first i was like okay what's going on why is he attacking all of them so i'm like naturally my first instinct was like oh maybe he is being controlled and then i heard them say that and then 
Like he basically who's I think he killed the Flash lookalike first to squeeze his head and eyeball. I was like, whoa! Oh, they're not gonna do it. They're gonna stop. They're gonna stop. They're gonna stop and they're gonna hand away. And then, and then it like, took it took so long. Like as he started squeezing his head and you see him still punching him in the chest and the whole time he's a straight face. And then when it explodes, it flies on him and he just doesn't react at all. I said, okay, well, and then just threw the body off. I was like, oh my gosh, so this is this is about to be a lot more than I thought this was going to be. And he was taking them out. I didn't understand. I was like, is he on steroids? Like, how is he able to overtake everybody in this group? Mm-hmm. Every single person he can oh, I was like, Mm-hmm. I was like, somebody got a little tell to tell. I would have been out of there. <laughs> yeah, that if I was the green one, I would have definitely just like, gone. Invincible, walked through this wall. Like, y'all can have all this. I would have blend right into the scenery wherever I was mm-hmm. in. She took that pill. I would have I mean, been like, he, uh-uh. Then I felt but, bad um, for the the um the, this fish the shark thing. thing. Yeah. Because he was just, he was kind of minding his business. I mean, he was clearly there to fight, but he was minding his business. We didn't even see him fight. And he took the fate Wonder Woman's little staff thing, caught it midair and bashed his entire head in. Like, that would have been a perfect, like, Looney Tunes with the star, the birdies flying around yes. his head kind of thing. Because, oof. Decapitated, the, uh, I think his name is The Immortal. Yes. Decapitated him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I just... like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. So I, I will be watching the next episode because I need to understand why Omni-Man losing, is losing his shit or has lost his shit. Question. Mm-hmm. Are those folks, the superheroes, from the same planet that he's from? No. Do they go into their backstory at all about the people or they just kind of were like set up the story and then we're not talking about them no more. Yeah, they, they're not referenced anymore. Um, okay. But you do learn more about Omni-Man's background and where he's from. Yeah. Okay. I, I, the, I'm being very careful with what I say because I don't want to spoil things. Well, I mean, I know he's crazy, so it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. I will be trying to watch the rest of it. I'll definitely have all the time in the world after Tuesday, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I'm, we're gonna get it in. I'll probably yeah. When in. I when I tell you every episode is good, and then the final episode, whew, the whole the whole episode is heavy. Not really heavy and gore and stuff, but when I tell you when they put everything out there at one time, ripped the whole scab off. Like <laughs> it was brutal brutal i have so many memes saved in my phones i can't wait till you get to the end so i can send them to you because if i send them to you now then you're gonna be wondering what's going on i'm always wondering what's going on that's the story of my life so with he was the rain jb was rain the episode (laughs) was okay i told you keep watching you won't have to believe anymore that's what i told everybody i'm gonna have you watch the first episode and the way the episode ends, you can have no choice but want to see the next one because you're going to be wondering what is going on and how did we get here. I'll tell you what though, Mark needs to, t- well not tough enough. I- let me get, I'm going to cut him some slack. He is still a child. <laughs> 
Yeah. Just get yeah, ready to see him get his ass whooped every episode. Dang, man. Does it every. in the last episode? Does he at least come around? Every episode he gets his Damn, ass man. whooped. In fact, the last episode is the no. I don't even know if I can say the last episode is the worst no. asshole. I mean, ass whooping. I think the worst uh, ass whooping is in like episode four or five. <laughs> there, were, yeah. But you, um, some people that you should look out. There a lot for the voices. Um, Mahershal is in this. Um, yeah, he was in the first episode. There's a surprise from Family Matters in it. I saw um, they said I saw a little stuff on the side that said something about something something. I don't have to go back. I'm like, what is he talking about? Yeah, um, a Family Matters character appears in there. Um, Nicole Byer. Um, who else? There are a lot of. Well, I was listening to listening for black people, so it's <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, there are other people there that you'll find in this show, but I can't say that I was just sitting back like, ooh, I want to, you know, keep on. No, no. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I'm looking at the roster of the people. Oh, I don't know. How, I do not know how to pronounce this man's name, but I always call him D- Digimon, but he's the one that was with uh, Kamora Lee Simmons. Oh, did you? Oh, oh. G mine, G mine. That's exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. Yeah, he's um, a voice. It, not Digimon, but them, them, them. I'll go to his, I'll go to his um, Wikipedia because they usually put like a phonetical spelling or something. But Ezra Miller also plays a voice, and you know he's Ezra on the Flash. Yeah, he plays a voice of a character too. Actually, he plays a voice in a character in episode. Three, maybe? Mm. Maybe episode three. Mm-hmm. He but, was in Shazam. Uh-huh. No, did he you, was? Did you mind? Did you? Did, did, oh, you know I thought you were talking about Ezra Miller. No, not Ezra Miller. Digi. Well, Digimon is actually going to be in another movie this year. Uh, comes out. Uh, he's in A Quiet Place, part two. Mm. That movie's already mm-hmm. out, isn't it? It was supposed to come out last year, but it kept getting pushed out because of COVID. But it oh. actually officially comes out in a couple of weeks, I believe. Because I'll definitely be going to see it. Mm, definitely be thrilling. going to see it. I can't deal. But I am glad you enjoyed that episode of Invincible. I don't think I've come across anyone yet who did not like it. That first, like that first episode, really pulled say. you in. It was dragging a little bit. And I was like, I'm trying yeah. to get a chance because Lewis said it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. JB says it'll get better. And mm-hmm. it did. Yeah. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. So it's probably watch- store now. Yeah. I started watching Jupiter's Legacy, I think, on Netflix. It's supposed to be kind of like The Boys on Amazon. Oh. It has Josh Dumel in it. And that's the only name that I know. Uh-uh. I wanted to send you a picture of him the other day. Josh Because with that white hair on his on his temples and that he was like Reed Richards to me. His character in the show has like long gray hair, <laughs> a bit of gray hair on his face. Oh, there's another lady. The lady who's actually in Iron Man One. She was the reporter. Mm-hmm. She's actually in this show too. Oh. Okay. Yeah. She was a reporter in um, Iron Man 2. 
Mm-hmm. For anything, we'll get there. Fun oh, fact. Because yeah, I was going to transition in from that. Go ahead. What's his name? What's the dude that was in? Um, I got to look it up now. Um, what's his mm-hmm. name? What's his name? The but, dude who played <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is the dude who was the other weapons dealer. Right. Oh, the reporter, oh, oh, oh. The reporter from Iron Man One, who was also, mm-hmm. I think, was she in Far From Home? One of those Spider Mans. You said was she in what? One of those Spider Mans. I possibly. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Well, know. her and Sam Rockwell are a couple. They're an item. They're bays. I like to throw in random pop culture facts. Mm. when they come up so I don't care if you like it or not y'all gonna take them you gonna love them yeah but, so, yeah I'm looking at it now they've been together since 2007 so, she hasn't gotten married but they've been together since 2007 maybe they don't want to get married sometimes yeah, you know they might not. I, um, but we can we can start and I'll go ahead and begin with the breakdown and also, if you see me looking down, I took my um, my COVID test today, so I'm looking for the results. Oh. And I'm nervous because I was a little risky in ACL, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, hopefully but that comes back fine. Me too, because if not, I can't get my surgery. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping for positive thoughts. Positive thoughts mm-hmm. my way, positive um, that mm-hmm. my test is negative. So mm-hmm. we open up. Iron Man 2. I think they're in Russia. Is that where they are? I think so. Um, and we have um Ivan. What's his what's his what's that character's name? Oh, I was about to call I was about to call him by his um his real name, because his real name right. sounds like a, a name that would be like somebody in a movie. But um his character's Ivan. name is yeah, Ivan Vanko. Yes, so I, I was looking for the last name, Funko. Yeah, so we open up on them, mm-hmm. and dude is his daddy is dying. Daddy is dying, mm-hmm. dying, and mm-hmm. um, you know, he looks bitter, bitter as hell, looking at the TV, um, because he sees Tony Stark up there mm-hmm. talking about all the things, and he's getting more annoyed by the second, mm-hmm. and which well, we'll get there, I guess, once we get to that. But I was like, why is he mad? And he was in the room. I don't How know. How do you understand that? Let me look up. Because I was like, you over here mad at Tony and Howard. I don't understand why you're mad at Tony. Because Tony ain't doing nothing. He don't know you. But you know, you mad at his dad for firing you when you were in the room. But either way, he was evil. He passed that bitter streak down to his son, Ivan. And Ivan is... um. Loves his dad and I guess also loves birds. Super smart as well. Mm-hmm. And after he his dad dies, passes away, you know, Ivan is very upset, but he gets to start to working on whatever idea that his daddy stole from Stark Industries. And we see that it's an art reactor attached to some um electrical whips. Mm-hmm. That's the sound they make. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go with it. We're gonna go with okay. it. Okay. We're gonna go with it. Okay. So <laughs> we see him, and that's what they're doing. 
So then we go, and I'll see I'm really bad at breaking stuff down. If I knew I was going to have to leave this, I probably would have wrote it down. So I knew the order to go in. <laughs> but either way, we're going to hop from that. I don't know if Tony was before or after he started making whiplash stuff, but we're going to keep going. So okay. then we open up with Tony. And his mm-hmm. ass is in his um his garage, sick as hell. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wait, oh wait. Was he there or was he somewhere else first? And then they called him to go speak to Congress. I don't yeah, remember. For this. See y'all, this is what we did. You know, I said I was going to lead Invincible, and I was like, oh, you can go because basically a part of the the bullying and the blackmail and anything else I could do to get her to finally watch Invincible like I was like I'm not watching Iron Man unless you watch <laughs> Invincible and now I'm sitting here struggling to get through this thing you know what I, I'm, you know what next time the next well, movie I'm writing stuff down well instead of us actually just doing a full summary of Iron Man 2 since you know I'm, it, this movie came this movie came out in 2010 so Let's just talk about revisiting it. Were there things okay. that we saw in this that actually like reminded you of something from something else? Like we're starting to see references to things that we're seeing now. What kind of stuff? Okay. So let me just start with Jarvis, right? So mm-hmm. I looked up Jarvis because I couldn't understand why what was the importance of Jarvis. Like I know Jarvis is like it could just I know it's it stands, it's short for the, the name of his system, right? Mm-hmm. It's an acronym for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. So it stands for those, just a rather very intelligent system. Okay, so I, I was like Jarvis. I'm like, listen, I was like, why, why? I wanted to know why he named him Jarvis, right? Mm-hmm. So then I looked it up, right? Because I remember when I was watching this, specifically the scene where Tony's dad is trying to talk about the future of Stark Industries or whatever, and Tony mm-hmm. is being a badass in the background messing with the table and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some guy comes and gets him and takes him out of frame. Mm-hmm. Okay. So stay with me there. Right. I'm about to jump all the way to the end mm-hmm. to end game. Right. When they go to, I don't know, where do they go to get the, um, the Pentec, the, um, the particles and stuff when they went back through time, was that to be like shield? Was that like the very beginning of shield? I, I think so. Or it almost could have been like a secret government facility, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, for the for the sake of this, we're gonna just say this was the beginning of shield. of shield. So remember when Tony was talking to his dad, gave him mm-hmm. a big old hug and stuff, and mm-hmm. Jarvis walked mm-hmm. up. And I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. that. And I think the Jarvis that walked up was the same Jarvis that was in the background that took him out of frame. I think that was the same mm-hmm. guy. I could be wrong. It just could have been some random guy, but for some reason, I don't think so. Um, because when I looked it up. Jarvis was basically their their personal butler growing up, and they were mad. They were real tight. They were close, mm. and um, that's how they were in the comics. So I was like, maybe that was their way of kind of tying it together. Because if you think about it, I mean, he talked to Jarvis like he would talk to Rhodey or Pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. just like, they were like friends. Yeah, like for real, they were like friends and stuff. And I was like, that's interesting that he named it Jarvis when basically in the comics, Jarvis was like one of his his personal butler and like one of his best friends. Um, did you also know, I came up upon this as well when I was looking up Jarvis, that at some point in the comics, he was engaged to Natasha Romanoff? Who was? Tony. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. 
interesting because and the only reason why I thought it was weird too because when they first meet in the in the um in the boxing ring they're kind of staring at each other and I was like I don't know there seemed like there was like an attraction or some chemistry there maybe it was just me I don't mm. know <laughs> Pepper saw it too because she was just like she was a little jealous mm-hmm. and um I noticed that so that's my connection with Jarvis or whatever I thought was interesting that he named his computer that his computer was basically just like trying to be the voice of reason, mm-hmm. you know, try to keep him from doing stupid stuff when the stats and the numbers didn't quite add up. Um, I thought, you know, that was interesting. I also thought it was interesting that in this first, um, this second Iron Man movie, when we first seen Natasha, well, we seen Natasha. Did we see Natasha at the end of the first one? I don't think so. At the end of the first one was when we were introduced to um, uh, Nick Fury for the first time. Right. So with we're gonna I'm gonna say for the sake of this, um, so Natasha, her costume has pretty much been the same throughout all the movies. I mean, some type of variation of this cat suit with a belt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that her hair in this Iron Man too, it looked very comic book to me. Mm-hmm. Like the curls Both and times. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the curls and stuff kind of look like I was like, hmm, it looks real like I feel like if I were to Google some pictures of Natasha Romanoff. And when she has long curly red hair, it would look like that. It looked like a comic book wig, to mm-hmm. me. but not in a bad way. I mean, it looked like her hair, but how the curls. And you stuff can tell that they took some serious inspiration from somewhere. Like yes, they they yes. saw a a book cover and they were like, "This is look, the look we want all the way yes. up and down." Right. So, um, that was one thing that I, I well a couple of things that I noticed. Um, I did notice that. I still like the bromance between Terrence Howard and Robert Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. better than Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is not bad. I love Don Cheadle. Um, and I mean, he does have some moments, like at the end of the movie when he's talking to Tony while they're kissing or whatever, and he said it was like two, what did he say, two seals tongue kissing or something? Yeah, fighting over a ball or something. Or like something that. that shit tickled me though. It was, it, it was still kind of corny, but it was still kind of fun. Um, what else? Hmm. Um, I love. I mean, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, I'm I was about to say since you were talking about uh, Natasha, like she, this you, this was the start of me knowing that every time this girl was on screen, screen she was gonna have some of the best fighting scenes <laughs> because the way she handled all the men in that hallway, it was just so, so Loved smooth. It. So smooth when she sl- I like when she slid through the hallway. I said, mm-hmm. I miss this. This is it. Mm-hmm. Oh it then spun around while she was sliding, and I, I was like, "Oh yeah, this, this is it." And her, her fighting scenes, their complexity has just evolved each movie, because that whole fighting scene with her in the market in Captain America: Civil War, that mm-hmm. whole scene was just everything. In Lagos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um, also noticed that Happy Hogan. Mm-hmm. Let me say something. They love him at Marvel and they love him at Disney. Mm-hmm. He has basically all the live action movies he's done. He's directed it, written it, something. Mm-hmm. Um, I know directed it. He's done that. I've um, also noticed he's the, he does The Mandalorian. He's, oh, he's a part show. of that too? Yes, he's a part of that too. Um, so I was like, John Favreau is out here doing his thing. Like, I, like I wonder if he had some type of contract with Disney. Like, I'm I'm just curious because he's done so many movies for them. 
Um, yeah, I'm looking them up now. The Lion King, I know for sure. The live action Jungle Book, I know for sure. Um, the Mandalorian yeah, for, was his idea. Well, not yeah, his idea. In, well, <laughs> this man has been in all of the new spell. But for the new Spider Mans, he's been mm-hmm. in, he's been in the um, solo a Star Wars a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. He, he's the Jungle Book. Um, all Wait, the Iron he Man. He produced or he directed the solo. Solo. Um, no, he actually plays a voice on the show. <laughs> I'm about to say because I was about to say that's the one Star Wars movie I haven't seen because I haven't heard great that one in Rogue One. I haven't heard great things about it. But. Um, um, you know me. I haven't seen any of these, well, outside of the first one. So, not to bully you, <laughs> but uh, we know I ain't. I'm gonna leave you on. I leave you mm-hmm. on. But um, I also noticed that the first time we see um, Natasha do that thing where she like to get on their heads and flip them down. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the first time I ever saw it. I was like, that's her signature move right there. She, I like that mm-hmm. was her signature move. And she does it all the time too. Uh, all the time, every chance yeah, she, Natasha, did, she does. It. Yeah, Natasha was she. That was a good way to introduce her. Mm-hmm. Just throw you right into kind of like her already working as an operative and all the other stuff, and just bringing in Nick Fury and going ahead and really pushing this whole Avengers thing from jump. I just don't remember. When was the con- when was the conversation had where they were like, you know what, we are gonna allow you to be a part of the Avengers initiative? Did that ever happen? That's a good question. I need to watch the. I'm gonna watch the first Avengers to see to see if maybe maybe, maybe it is a part of that story. Maybe it's a part of that story. Or maybe we get it in an end scene. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he was definitely know. shut down in this one. He definitely was. Honestly, though. To me, that's why I think why it hurt so bad when Tony died and um the end game. I felt like he was the Avengers. I don't like I don't know. Like I felt like he was like the mm-hmm. heart. He was the heart of the Avengers. And when I'm like, y'all could have killed Chris S- I mean Chris Evans off. We didn't care about him. Well, I didn't. I'm sure there's some strong Captain mm-hmm. America fans out there. But if they would have, if he would have been the one to snap, I would have been straight. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um. But um, I guess it's kind of poignant since he kind of started this whole thing. He's kind of ending that phase, so I guess it makes sense. I don't know; it still mm-hmm. hurts, but um, that's. I mean, honestly, he probably tired. That's a lot of work. He getting old. That's. I mean, basically, I think that was it. Like he was, he's just tired. Yeah, he's tired. A point. He was tired of playing Iron Man, so um, I guess he had to go. But he didn't have to kill him off like that. Right. Um. I did want to say about Tony, what I noticed, I love, I think the reason why I, I fell in love with Tony on this second one, because I was like, mm. you really see how smart he is. And just like, I loved how he came to trying to figure out the whole thing with the whole, create a new element to, you know, charge the reactor and stuff. And I mm-hmm. will say that the one thing that has been missing for me for some of these Avenger movies, I feel like Nick Fury should be in all of them. Like, I feel like he should be in all of the Avenger movies. Every single one of them. I don't care if he wants to do other things. I don't care. They want to take, I don't care. Nick Fury, that character should be in every freaking Avengers movie. Well, every you know single one. They, 
at a, when he was around this time, he was signed on for nine movies. So it's almost like they were really trying to make that happen. But I'm sure as the writing has evolved, they were like, okay, well, maybe he's not needed here, but he definitely would be needed here. But I'm just, sure he can pay a pretty penny for it, too. I'm sure they did. But, I mean, he's worth it. Like, I love Nick Fury. I love, first of all, I love how Samuel L. Jackson plays him. Mm-hmm. I love that he's, like, a, not, I'm not going to say a father figure, more like an uncle figure. Mm-hmm. I love how he talks shit to them, but also at the same, he kind of brings them up. I like how he does that, and I like how he gives them just enough, like, here, here you go, figure it out. And I'm just giving you a little push. For a little once he isn't saying in my effort. That too, I love that too, but I really, mm-hmm. I, I really um, wish that he was in all of them. I like seeing him in this one. Um, mm-hmm. So... I, I hated that they never really gave him a moment, and that's why I really enjoyed the Winter Soldier because he finally had a big scene. Like his his car scene in the Winter Soldier is probably one of the best car scenes I've seen in a very very long time. It's good. So it's like, good. It, I'm glad they actually finally used him rather than just having him someone that's popping up here and there. Like, give him something to do, and they finally mm-hmm. did. So I'm wondering, I don't, maybe I've missed it because I, I haven't seen some of these movies. I haven't seen them maybe since they came out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, do they ever talk about what Nick Fury was doing while he was away? Like, I know he died and, you know, and mm-hmm. he came back and then I know Natasha went with him. She met up with him. But I'm curious is like to what he has been doing while he hasn't been with the folks, with the Avengers. Not really. Um, No, I mean, unless we're talking about them finally revealing that Nick Fury's been gone for a while and the person we see is a scroll. A scroll? But But I'm interested, I'm wondering. And then I'm wondering how long has he been a scroll? Mm-hmm. How long have we been with it? That's why I was wondering if the Nick Fury that died was a squirrel mm-hmm. and not the real Nick Fury, you know? But when they died, they also changed. So if he was dead for real, then he definitely would have reverted back to the squirrel. Well, he was well, eating, at least in theory, I guess. He was eating his um his sandwich <laughs> diagonally in Age of Ultron. But which was in well, I don't know what the actual year in the movie is, but that came out in 2015. Captain Marvel, he said that he he can't eat a sandwich that's cut diagonally, so he's been gone for at least Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how far beyond before that he's been gone. I don't know. And that was a, that was a theory that people had posted online that. You know, he says about something about his toast being cut a certain way in one movie. And then we see that he does it is that same way he said he didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. And that's when people have been assuming that he might have been a scroll for our listeners. But yeah. Right. So but it wasn't until he's in the Spider-Man movie where I'm kind of just like. OK, it makes sense because he was at I don't know, like I said, when he was Nick Fury didn't seem settled to me mm-hmm. in this um spider-man one like we know like from previous movies he's played this character he's been solid he always knows something that we don't know and he's always five steps ahead 
this time in the Spider-Man movie, and I don't know if they were trying to set that up so that we knew that they, they were, when they revealed it, we weren't like, oh, with the scrolls mm-hmm. and stuff, but like, he just, he played it differently. He seemed real unsettled, mm-hmm. and that wasn't the Nick Fury that we had been used to. So, I'm curious, I wonder if they're ever going to talk about that, or are they going to talk, is he going to be in that Secret Invasion show on Disney? We don't know. Possibly, but I don't know if they revealed yet if he was in that. Maybe they did. I don't know. I thought he was getting a series on Disney Plus, and I'm wondering if it was Secret Invasion, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense since he has a connection with the scrolls, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. um, Well, oh, no, that's a, that's a, never mind. There's actually, yeah, yeah, it says Secret Invasion, Nick Fury. Disney Plus series may be the biggest Marvel event yet. So yes, he will be basically leading the Secret Wars um, TV series. I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, what else about Iron Man 2 that I noticed? Um, well, we did get our first hint at Thor. Yes, we did see that at the end with Thor. Is that how the first um, one started with his hammer just being on the ground here? No, I, I mean, was that in the first one? I'm. Tr- it is in the first one. Okay. Because, but you know what? I hate I, it it is on the first one because for some reason I think they do they open on it. I don't know. If I, they, anyway, remember. I remember in the movie that it's dark and it's raining, and I don't know if that's when Thor tries to go get it. And he's trying to oh, leave yeah, it it's inside of a, a camp, like a makeshift yes. camp area. Okay, mm-hmm. I do remember that. So, I um, I'm interesting and in, in, interested in that. So, I'm trying to see what else. Rody, 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 Rody. Um, I do like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony could have gave him some better, better suits. His, I. His arm. Oh, his um what the one when he was just out? Or oh you talking about the sorry. I, for some reason in my mind I was thinking of Ivan Vanko. I get maybe I just nah. wanted to say his name. But yeah, but at least his suit does get a little bit um more polished the next time we see it. True. Because it um, does it did look real basic. Let's see, what else do I wanna say about Iron Man 2? Um, I had something, but I can't remember anymore. Um, what was it? I don't know. I, Iron Man Two was my favorite Iron Man. Mm. Out of, I mean, one sets it up. I, I, I remember what I had to say. Go ahead. You say yours first. <laughs> okay, so I wonder why it took what was everything that happened in Sokovia for. Tony start to realize that there was an issue with like, you know, not having any type of restrictions or anything to people who were heroes or whatever. Why that didn't settle in with him in this movie? (laughs) Because he literally saw firsthand someone taking his technology again or the concept of his technology again doing all this stuff, all these people that were hurt and injured in his place like, well, what was it about that that didn't also just make him think, yo, this this needs to be controlled in some way? 
Well, I also think, because you talk about, they're talking about him handing over the tech or whatever. He was like, y'all can't have it. It's mine. No, I'm not giving it up. Uh, maybe he kind of felt like he could control it. Mm. I don't need to and have it because I can control I, it. I guess Age of Ultron was a little bit different because when you think about it, like he basically died for a second. Mm-hmm. So. I will. I will say. Oh no, that was the first Avengers when he almost died when he was going so far up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really wish. I really wish. I wish we could have seen more of the relationship between Howard and Tony. Like we know, it wasn't the best, right? Even in Winter mm-hmm. Soldier, he's like that guy killed my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, we know that it wasn't the best. I just wish they kind of talked about it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they give you a little bit more, and um, well, more background. Well, I guess that's just really his death. I was trying to think of like the movies where we really see Howard. I think I guess outside, outside of, I can't remember. An Endgame. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I'm trying to think if I if I had any major complaints in that movie or something that I wanted more of. I think I want I've always wanted more from Natasha in all of the movies. That's why I was really really excited that she's getting her move because in her her segments they were always so they were so choreographed so well. Like how the um the fighting scenes and everything was because it was never her personality. Like Scarlett Johansson just makes my like toes itch. Like something about her. So shut up. Do you Wait. think Nick Fury is gonna be in Black Widow? I don't know because no, no to- yeah, I don't think she. I don't think he will. Because because you know she kind of fell off the grid during that point. She, she did. was like. So this is in between. This is in between um, what Age of Ultron and Infinity War, right? That time between that's the movie when Black Widow's taking place, right? Yeah, somewhere like that. In, well, I guess why we might be able to see him is because we know that he's also off the grid. So I don't mm-hmm. know. There's a possibility that they could have met up or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Okay, so actually. The events of Black Widow take place between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, now it makes sense. Because, you know, what was it? She was on the run in Civil War, so that makes sense what's happening in this point. Was Nick Fury on the run at that time, too? No. Well, why would Natasha be on the run? Because at the end, she of was Civil on the run War, after Civil War because she basically, like, remember she had that conversation with Tony, and Tony basically told her where she better like go. Like she was on the run too because she was going to join Chris Evans, who was already really? being looked at as a criminal. Because I thought that she had, because I thought she had signed with Tony because she was fighting on Tony's side. In the I know, but like, at the you know? but at the end of the movie. She was upset with the fact that Tony had arrested all of them and all the other stuff. And she basically insulted him and she 
you know, the next time we see her, she's with Chris. Mm. So I think that the assumption was that she basically went to the side that everyone was opposing at that time. So she, oh, right, right, right. So in Infinity War, she pops up with Chris when they pop up in Dublin or wherever they were at? Yeah, when, okay. whenever, you know, wherever um, Wanda and Butch McCullough were, yeah. Vishon? That's when we you see her. Okay. We can call him Vishon. I like it better than Vishon. I'm, I'm not calling him Vishon. I refuse to call him Vishon. Vishon. No. Okay. Vision. Jarvis. Vision. Anything Vishon. other than Vishon. I love Vishon. Black Twitter would tell you anything, and I love it. But I'm trying to see. Let's see. Um, that's. I think that's all I got. Um... Yeah, it was it was a, a really good Iron Man too. But apparently, rating wise, a lot of people still preferred the first one over the second one. They were like the second one had more action, but they felt that there was a good story, a better story in the first one. Nah, I mean, I mean, as origin story goes, it was really really good. Um, we do see. I was um when he was making the um the art reactor or whatever it's called, right? Mm-hmm. And the dude from Shield, what's his name? The agent. Yes. I don't know, but I know it was bothersome to everybody when it looked like he was dead. Right. So remember, he, he's the one that was I mean, on Agents of Shield, right? He was on Agents of Shield. Yeah, um, I think he was. I mean, I mean, yeah, Marvel's Agents of Shield. For some reason, when I was just saying, I was like, "Is that really the name of that thing?" But, <laughs> Like I really so was struggling. Seen, I can't remember that, but go ahead. Okay, so what movie does he die in? With Loki? Is it Avengers? But he doesn't he not really die? Well he don't. Doesn't I mean, he come back? Oh he because he pops up at Agents of Shield and everybody's like, he's not dead? Mm-hmm. But um he had a Captain America um thing, the prototype. Right? Like, no, no, no. He had a captain in the whatever movie he dies in, he had the Captain America like trading card, right? When oh, they yeah, find yeah. the blood on it and stuff, you mm-hmm. can kind of see his obsession, not obsession, but his love for Captain America when he sees that deconstructed shield. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> excuse me, Tony is just like, you know, can I borrow that? He's like, why do you want to borrow that? He almost didn't want to give it to him. And he was pissed mm-hmm. off when he used it to prop up. Um, whatever that d- device was called to create that new element. But I was like, look at that. You can and see, he, like, there. His name is Colson. Yes, Agent Colson that nobody mm-hmm. likes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I think, I, I, I don't know. I still like Cap, um, Iron Man 2 better than 1. 1 is not bad. It's not. I mm-hmm. think it goes in a great direction Um, to kind of fizzle out with Iron Man 3. Yeah, oh yeah, Iron Man three, but you know that was also the first one that wasn't um, directed by what's his name, John Favreau or something like that. Oh, he didn't direct that one. Yeah, he didn't do the third one. Hmm. He starred. He was still starring as that mm-hmm. ha- as Happy, but he actually didn't direct it, which I think that played a major role in what. Why it looked he like ended that? Up yeah. getting. I mean, look, y'all better give John Favreau his things, okay? Mm-hmm. He's out here. Doing his damn, doing the damn thing. Um, mm-hmm. But what was I about to say about? Oh, I can't say. Tony Stark and his Iron Man suit 
have gotten better as the movies progressed. It's like he saw what didn't work, fixed mm-hmm. it so it wouldn't happen again. Fixed it, won't happen again. I'm going to tweak it, everything. Yeah, and there's always a really dope enhancement with it. Mm-hmm. So, but the one thing I did notice <laughs> at the racetrack when he was getting out the car with the with the box, with the briefcase, Mm-hmm. Um, which which what I didn't know my husband was a huge Iron Man fan. I think it was a cartoon that came on back in the day. He used to watch mm-hmm. it. And he said that he used to love the fact that he had a suitcase. You know, that's what he carried his suit in or what I mean his Iron Man suit in or whatever. And I like that they did a little callback in Iron Man 2 mm-hmm. with the suitcase. But one thing that I wish I'm like, that needs to come on a little faster than what it's doing, Tony. It needs to that's why he needed that technology from Wakanda because once they gave him that, then he had that new type of suit that just kind of built up a little bit quicker than he that. Got technology? Do, they, do they say he got it from Wakanda? Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, he actually hint. I think he actually specifically says it in uh, whatever movie he first introduced it. Ooh. When he first had his own suit like that, which I'm guessing was probably from Infinity War. He um he yeah, actually references as something that came from there. Oh, because I think that he, uh, he I think that the the what's the the Spider Man suit he has on I think it's used with the same stuff. Is nail tech stuff too? I think so. Okay, at um, least in the movie. In the movie, I know because I I can't remember, and I guess whenever we get to that movie, I can I'll watch it and pay closer attention. But it's a really big reveal with the whole glasses thing and the suit kind of. You know, coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, that's all I got. You got anything else for it? Yeah, for Iron Man two, not so much because I think that was. I mean, it was just a good one all over. Like, um, you get to see the evolve. Uh, how the Pepper and Tony relationship continues to evolve uh, um, as they get together finally. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it was just, I, I was just stuck on the fact that something like this that happened so close to home didn't have him thinking, especially with them using his technology to build these machines. Like, why wouldn't that have been enough for you to be like, yo, maybe there needs to be some type of control. I get, like you said, maybe he's like, oh, we beat it, so I got it under control. But Well, he does say, right, when Natasha and Nick are fussing at him and um, Nick was like, you just let your friend take the suit and he was like he stole it and then Natasha was just like nah you got some stuff that like explicitly protects your tech from doing that mm-hmm. so like you basically let, let him take it which I was just like who the hell is Rody to come up in here and take people's stuff just take it what right. are we doing Mm-mm. so with that movie down what should our next movie be are I'll we just gonna it. close out the they watch the one next Next. The next one? Okay. So, let's say order of MCU release. I think that would be. No, technically, it would have been the incredible. No, 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 no. That's the uh, watch order. This is the release order. Okay. Te- yeah. Technically, we were supposed to be watching uh, Incredible Hulk <laughs> and then Iron Man 2, but after that, it's Thor. Nobody's watching and- that. And then after Thor, it is Captain America. Mm-hmm. And then after Captain America is the Avengers movie. 
So Thor comes out and then Captain America. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I'm going to sit through Captain America because we can come back here and discuss it. But I'm not going to be happy about it. I was about but to say the same thing because that is easily one of the worst ones. Objective, since I've already watched it, I will be objective. Um, maybe maybe we'll see something that we didn't notice before. Like maybe knowing what ends up coming after will make his first movie more tolerable. Will it? I'm going to cross my fingers for that. Because that's how I felt about Game of Thrones. When I watched Game of Thrones the first time, I got to the fifth season and I that's when I finally liked it. And then I went back to the first season and watched it all the way up again. And then I was like, oh, I have, okay, now this makes more sense to me. So maybe now, we'll have that same epiphany with Captain America. Maybe. Now I want y'all to calm your tits. I'm about to admit something. Okay. I've never seen a full season of Game of Thrones. Hmm. haven't seen any of it but i'm really curious as to watching this targaryens that that new series this prequel that they have coming out oh yeah house of dragon or something whatever i'm interested in that mm-hmm. um so do you think do you know what it's gonna be about do you think i need to watch game of thrones let me tell you something if i had to watch game of thrones first i don't know if i'll watch well house of dragon takes place many 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 years before game of thrones so technically you don't need the game of thrones series to watch it it's basically a prequel if anything it'll probably set things up and make what game of thrones is showing us make more sense because the house of dragon is the description that's online says it's the story of the dark targaryen civil war that took place about 300 years before what happened in game of thrones so ultimately i feel like we're going to see a progression of my guess i think that the mad king who is referenced all the time in game of thrones isn't the, technically the first i feel like we're going to probably see signs of another mad king before then but i don't know it's going to be interesting because the targaryen people in game of thrones there's only like two of them left at the start of Game of Thrones. So to go from being, yeah, to go from being this prominent family to only having two, like that says a lot. And then technically, actually, I think technically, I mean, he is a Targaryen, but he ain't a true Targaryen, so. But anyway. You gonna give Jon Snow his respect, okay? Oh, not even him. I was talking about her brother. Oh, she actually there's a one thing about uh targaryens is that they don't they can't be burned like which is why they can bond with dragons and stuff like that and he actually can be burned (laughs) so in the heat of their dispute that's one thing that she said she said that he wasn't a real targaryen Mm. and you know the show evolves from there at that time when that's going on Daenerys is actually with she had been already forced to be married to Drogo who is um played by Jason, Jason Momoa Aquaman mm-hmm. fine ass the only reason yeah. why we watch Aquaman if we being like, honest her, her brother is actually the one who sold her off like she he sold her to Drogo 
So that sets the tone for the type of family and relationships he has with her. Is it the only brother? But, and I think that's also what makes Daenerys' rise even more special. Could we see how the, the she hit the lowest of all lows <laughs> and to go through all of that and still be able to kind of rule stuff. Like it just, it made you like really, really root for her. I mean, I'm really interested in this show, you know, because I like all the whimsical, fantastical, fantastical, fantasy stuff. So I'm ready to see more dragons. Mm-hmm. You probably oh, see yeah. lots and lots of dragons. And that's going to be, I cannot wait for that. Because. Is she the girl who plays Daenerys? What's her name? Emily, Amelia Clark, I believe. Yes, she just came out with a comic book. Hmm. Called Something Mama. Something, something. Let me, Let me see if see. I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, I'm on her wiki page now. Okay. Upcoming projects. Okay, she co yeah, she co-wrote a comic book called Mom, Mother of mm-hmm. Madness. And the first issue is scheduled to be released in July. <coughs> She's also going to be, be in Secret Invasion. Is she? Mm-hmm. They also think she should be in um she should play Mira in Aquaman too. I can do Agreed. that. Agreed. Agreed. I can do that. Yeah, L- let's make yes. it happen. Cause, um Yeah, I-, I could do her. Amber Heard ass is just bleh. Oh, oh, oh. I knew I had something to tell you. <laughs> and I want y'all to know that was actually a serious oath, but I was trying to not be real loud about it. But um <laughs> I was watching This Is Us the other day. I don't watch the show. It's too sad, but go ahead. Isaiah Bradley is in it. Oh. Well, not <laughs> not actually Isaiah Bradley, but you know, Carl Lumley, who plays. Hey, I was about to say, you know what I was thinking, right? When you said Isaiah Bradley, in my head, I was like, I've never seen look in my head. I've never seen Eli. I'm like, well, he said Isaiah, <laughs> which hits the laugh. But <laughs> mm-hmm. what was was who was Carl? He was. Um, have you ever seen anything from This Is Us? This is no. I've seen a few clips that come up on Facebook. Well, Randall is married to a woman named Beth. Mm-hmm. Her parents are Felicia Rashad and Carl Lindley. Wow, what a set of parents to have. I mean, right? Tell me about it. He he actually ends up passing away. He has like throat cancer or something. She he passed away when she was like, was she how young was she? Was she really young or was she in college? I can't remember. But it also kind of sets the tone for Felicia Shard and uh, well Beth and Beth's mom's relationship because. It ends up going pretty south over time based off of interactions and stuff like that. But yeah, when I saw him, I was like, oh, there he is. I was happy. Now, I'll never forget Disney. I'll never forget that you made that man look older. He's already in his 70s. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget y'all adding makeup to this man to make him look older. Never forget it. You can tell. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good job, but you can still tell he's not. I mean, he's in his seventies. He's not. He doesn't look that old. I mean, we can't help the melanin. Actually, he's sixty-nine. 
See? He turned he turned 70 years old this August and he is Jamaican. Like Jamaican for real? Mm-hmm. Or like he came from the island or like he's like no. first generation? Yeah, his his parents are Jamaican, but they raised him in Minnesota. That's where he was. Oh, okay. Born. Okay. I'm about to say I got one of the accent. I love accent. I'm so looking weird through about his, it. his his filmography, but yeah. She's supposed to be in there, but I think that yeah, I'm planning on definitely watching House of Dragons. I just know this is gonna be I feel like it's gonna be good and I feel like based off of how Game of Thrones ended, they can only go up from here. So <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that I don't have to have the background knowledge of Game of Thrones, that I can just watch it with fresh eyes. And then maybe when I do go to watch Game of Thrones, stuff will make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm but, sure it'll be just like, um, have you, you've seen the entire Underworld trilogy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. not trilogy, but because I think they've gone over three movies, but that's how that felt. Because remember, we had two Underworld movies and then they did a prequel. They did Underworld, Underworld, um, whatever that sequel was. <laughs> I can't remember. And then they went back to Rise of the Lycans. If you had seen the first two movies, all the prequel did was make stuff make sense. Like you finally mm-hmm. got a visual to what they were talking about. But if you watch the prequel first, the things start making sense as you're going through because you already got that foundation. So that's what my assumption is going to be for this. We're going to see visual representations of things that people have already said, but we're now actually seeing how it actually happened. But if we watch, if you watch that first, you're literally already set up to understand some of the stuff they're talking about. Cause all we've ever heard as regular watchers was, okay, this is mentioned, but we don't really truly know how it all played out. Right. Okay. I think that'll be good. Um, so I, what, do you know when it's coming? Next year. Okay. They're filming now, but I don't think it's expected to premiere into next year. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. and the only reason why it's kind of it piqued my interest because somebody shared a picture um, of these oh. folks. Oh, with the, the bleach blonde hair? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what it is about bleach blonde hair that makes, it just, it just makes black people look just, ooh, I just I don't know. It just kind of ups their their ethereal power. But when you put it on white folks, it makes them look like villains. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yep, so that's I mean, very I don't true. know if those two characters are are bad or if they're villains, but they could be. Yeah, I, I I actually really agree with that. Whenever you see it, I don't know of a character that's in a like a modern American film that has bleeps blind hair that wasn't an asshole or a villain. I think that actually goes along with the look. It goes, like, it just goes. This is the person we're having in here. This is what they need to look like kind of thing. So. I mean, Angela Bassett in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, it just added to her character. But, but I don't know. With them, they just kind of look like they're out to steal and burn shit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But- yeah. Yeah, that's it's gonna be dope when that actually premieres. Um, ju- what is it? what did I say it was called? Jupiter Legacy that started on and Friday. That's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Jupiter, I need to see it because I'm like Jupiter Legacy. 
it. It already doesn't appear that it's going to be as bloody and gory as the boy, so it might be, could be something that you can watch with the little one. But I'm not <laughs> sure yet. So far, I've only made it through the first 30 minutes, and then I got the sleepy because it was the late. first review says Netflix Jupiter Legacy is is a series I wanted to love. Maybe in season two, I will. What? Oh. See, a lot of people have said that's what they're saying. They're like, it's it's not bad, but compared to the other offerings that we have, it's probably the worst. Mm. Which, I mean, The Boys by itself is hard to top. And then you got Invincible, which is a animated version of it. And now you got this. And I feel like there's supposed to be another one somewhere else, too. I think this is a new thing. They're trying to do like that. But I don't... So are they old? Like, are they old people? Well, Josh is like, could they talk about, I think he gets his powers in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. And well, I think that it, his powers has delayed his aging. Mm-hmm. He, I think he still is still progressively getting old. So like Josh oh. Mill and his wife, who's played by looked... Leslie Bibb is she, she looks old but young. <laughs> right, it's the gray hair. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. It's the gray hair that's kind of throwing me off. Mm-hmm. So, so they have, like for what I can see in the show, Josh Josh Mill and his wife apparently were superheroes, and he still is one. I think she's kind of like at home, but she's still doing stuff. And I'm trying to from you can they haven't shown her powers yet. And at uh, as of episode one, but she knows she has them because she got in two beers and she used her bare fingers to flip off the um the metal lid. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so they haven't shown this, but they did hint because they zoomed in on her doing it. Like, hey, take note. But they have two kids, and <laughs> I guess I'll say that the son is just not a good superhero. <laughs> like he just gets his butt whooped. Kind of like Mark does in Invincible. Oh, but and even when it was happening, his dad got joined it was like, you know, did you have to call for backup kind of thing? Like why are you really out here trying to do this when you know you can't? And the sister, at least when she was younger, she was a hothead. I haven't seen her as an adult yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how her personality is, but like the the son, he could fly and he's supposed to be super strong. The sister, she um she could scream really loud. Oh hell. And it caused like these waves and stuff, but I don't know how much more we see of her. Um because I don't really see her in any, any of the pictures that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Unless that's her sitting on the floor in one of them. But they say it's good. I don't. I don't know if it's bloody and stuff. Well, that's why I haven't watched the boys because I know it's bloody. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, it can be a little graphic, a lot graphic. I can't take the graphic. I just. I'd be like, oh, this, yeah. this is too much. Um, I really. When you started saying Jupiter Legacy, I thought you were going to say Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter and who? Ascending. Oh, look this and I don't Channing Taylor. Ever, yeah, I don't think I ever watched that. I like it. You might like it. Um, 
Jupiter Ascending is from the same creators of The Matrix. Mm. Um, I don't want to say their names only because I feel like one of them or both of them are trans now. I don't. I think one of them is. but I don't know if the group would the, them as a team. Oh, she she still kept the last name, so yeah, they're they're still yeah. the Wachowskis. Well, yeah, the Wachowski. Well, I, before it was the Wachowski brothers. We can't oh, say that anymore. Got um, it, got it. Yeah, they yeah even online they've corrected it to being the Wachowskis. So, um, but yeah, they wrote, produced, and directed Jupiter Ascending. I really thought they were going to do a second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it ended in a way where they didn't have to. I it. I thought it was pretty good. Maybe you should watch Jupiter Ascending. I mean, I'll try it. I just don't know. I don't. I guess I never went to go see it because it didn't seem like something that I would need to rush to see. I don't think it did very well at the box office. Um, mm, it's, see. see, it's Channing kind of. Um, their budget was one hundred and seventy-six to two hundred million, and it only made one hundred and eighty-three million. So it definitely yeah, took so. a loss. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, but I also like sci-fi things. and I mean, the characters, I mean, the actors and stuff that they had in it, it's not like they had, like, bootleg, second-rate people that you don't know. I mean, you got Mila Kunis. You got Chan Tatum. You got um, the dude from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. What's the daddy that got his head chopped off? Um, uh, we don't speak of him because they did him so dirty. Oh, well, him. That guy, he's in it. Uh, who else is in it? The dude from um, what's his name? Um, he's in Fantastic Beasts. Eddie Redmayne. Mm. He's in it. Um, oh, the girl. Um, Gugu. Gugu. How do you say her name? Are you still? Oh, yeah. Gugu Mbatha Raw? Raw, something like that. She's in it. Yeah, I'm looking through the names of people because I was going to ask if they had black people in here. <laughs> they do. Um, Not many. Yeah. I think yeah. at least three or four. Yeah, I'm going down the pictures. I see two. Nikki, Amuka, Bird, and Gugu. But, I mean... Is that lady the one? Is she a lady in the dark skin? Which one? The uh, the other one? The Nikki girl? Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, she's dark skin. Yeah, so... Oh, there's another black guy here. Well, they just say he's a soldier, but his name is David Ajala. I need to see him. So, yeah, so Nikki was the one that I saw. Gugu is up there. David is there, but he don't. Mm-mm. Some of these other black folks must have been in heavy makeup because I don't recognize them. Yeah, Holly Berry's not in this movie. You said who? They got Holly Berry up here as being in this movie. I have seen it multiple times. No, she was not. <laughs> Which? What are you looking at the uh, cast on? I'm looking on the cast on Google, right? So I oh. dropped down so I could see the black dude, see if I recognize him. And this is David Ajala guy that you were referring to. And some of these other folks, I don't know who these folks are. Mm-mm. Um, but Holly Berry is for sure not in it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't remember her 
being in anything like that, so. No. She was in, um, what's it called? She was in that, um, what was that movie? Where she, um, her and Tom Hanks were in it. Some weird shit that was, like, anthology-like. Um. What? Tom Hanks was in it? Tom Hanks was in it. Um, if I see the title, I, I can see it. Uh, Are you talking about Cloud Atlas? Yep, yep, that's it. That's it. Okay. I never watched that. I heard it was it's, good, but I never watched it. Was hard it. To, it was hard for me to follow. I mean, but basically, what it seems like is you follow these people as they play different characters in different times. I don't mm. remember how they connect everybody, but you see them like different and varying years going through different things. Some of them are super rich and sometimes or villains in another and not in another time. It's, it's, it was weird. Mm. But maybe now that I'm a little older, and maybe I can watch it with like a a little yeah, bit more that, of an open mind. It might be easier to follow. Yeah, I I remember seeing stuff and it looked like people were playing different races and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like really confused. So I said, maybe I'll, I'll step back from that. So <laughs> I'll just go over here and mind my business. But okay. Well, I think we are at the end of this episode. So next I week we said we're so. going to watch Thor since that's next in line. And hopefully this means you will have at least watched one more episode of Invincible. Well, the plan is bully to watch at least maybe one or two more episodes tonight. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. But we all know how my plans go. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear this. But if not tonight, definitely next week. Okay. Because I'll have to do something to to spend my time. Mm-hmm. But um, well, we're gonna make it happen. All right. Oh, I got hit by a yawning bug. So Thor. Yeah, I just yawned. And then she yawned after me. Oh my god. So I wonder what it is. Do you know what it is? I don't know. Usually they say it's. I don't know what it makes people yawn because I swear it's, I feel like I be yawning after I see um Zay yawn too and he a dog so oh, I don't know but what were you about to name off so we're watching so Thor, Thor and some more episodes of Invincible right mm-hmm okay, okay. yeah I'll probably be venturing into some other stuff like I'll see if Jupiter's um Legacy is actually a show worth actually recommending to someone. Cause I still Do that understand. and let me know. Mm-hmm. I'll take Do one for the team. But, all right, Blurds. We'll be back next week. See you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>